Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. We're doing it. We're late. We're late as fuck this time, guys. <laughs> I skipped out on a week. I was having too much fun. You know, I threw, I took my responsibilities and just fucking boo, threw them off to the wayside, guys. I, I was having too much fun hanging out in casinos, gambling, playing golf. I was just having too much fun. Just, you know, and sometimes that happens. You just fall off your production wagon real hard and you say, you know what, to hell with it. <laughs> and I feel bad because this is one of my favorite shows to record, but this one hit the back burner. Stayed on top of Who Gives F, did not stay on top of Not Worth the Time. But that's not fair to you people who love this show. Yeah, but it happens sometimes. We all we all fall victim to uh, to our laziness, dude. I learned last week how much I need a steady routine. I was so thrown off because I went on vacation, got back late on a Sunday, Everything was fine, you know, and I have my usual routine on Sunday of getting meal prepped and all that stuff. I didn't even go to the gym all week because of how tired I was after work because we actually worked some real hours for once. And it was wild, dude. Uh, I realized how much I rely on that routine to keep me in balance and in sync. And that'll fuck with your day. It'll fuck with your head real bad. You start eating, eating like shit, didn't make any good meals, so I'm eating like crap, feel like crap. Didn't work out. Feel felt even more like crap. It just sneaks in on you in that co- accumulation pile, man. You just feel like a big old sack of garbage. And you, you need those weeks to know how that feels sometimes. Because uh, you forget. You just get in the routine of feeling good and feeling happy. And then that kind of becomes base level. And then what sucks is uh, like you kind of start taking it for granted. Uh at least I do. I know I do. I'll I'll start to take any of that shit I'm doing for granted. And uh it just accumulates over time and eventually eats away at me. Because then the the thoughts or things that I'm working towards kind of feel like they're not getting there even though I'm putting in the work. But then you take that week off and you realize how much that work you were putting in is actually moving you forward and making you better. That's nice. It's nice. So I got to get back on that, right? I had my week, had my week of fucking off, you know? A lot of times you do that. You, you got to do that like t- two to three times a year. You got a quarterly, you got to have a quarterly fuck off period. <laughs> At the end of each quarter, you need to just fuck off, you know? Just get out of your routine create chaos but do you, you got to be able to be disciplined and jump right back into it but you got to go off the reservation for a little bit you know just completely throw everything to the wind you just do whatever you feel fucking go out and drinking with the buddies go out play golf spend way too much money on golf maybe gamble a little bit you know just not you not don't go overboard there's no need to uh to like throw your life into complete chaos and ruin, right? Like don't bet the mortgage or whatever. But you know, take some money you got saved up and gamble a little bit. Get a little heart flutter. You know? Uh this is by the way, if you have a gambling addiction, do not go do any of that. <laughs> I'm saying it's what I need. This is what I found I need. I need to have a little bit of a spice of life. You know? Spice up the life a little bit and do some fucking dangerous shit. You know? Because I'm always look, uh, I need to have that throw the caution to the wind a little bit. That's what I need, you know. 
and it's good for you. And you do it quarterly, and you're fine. It doesn't have to be a week. Do like a three-day, like, fuck off. Uh, a three-day fuck off, uh, by the way, which is going to be in the next Olympics. A three-day fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. This Sunday and the following Monday and Tuesday, three-day fuck off. Yeah, you just got to fuck off for a little bit. You go out, do whatever, and just completely forget about what's going on back home. Forget the job. Forget your bank account exists. You know, don't – they'll be irresponsible. I'm saying some really th- things that are, like, terrible, actually. But, you know, it, it is good. You need that mass reset to remember that you uh, do all this shit so you can now and then ha- go out and have a good time, you know. That's what it all comes down to. And then I also – you know, that's so that's why this podcast is late. They're in a roundabout way is me saying I had to fuck off for a week just so I could get rebalanced and re really, you know, come to terms with what I want to focus on. You know, I just thought it was very important for me to make sure I found what I was really wanted to focus on and what's important to me. And uh, it turns out this podcast is still important to me because I'm still doing it. <laughs> Hell yeah, guys. We're doing it. We're having fun. I learned something about myself, too, this past week, other than the fact that I need a fuck-off period. You got to have a fuck-off period, okay? That's one thing I learned. The other thing that I learned about me, that I'm a that-was-too-easy guy. And uh, I, this is one of my personalities I hate. It, it, a part of my personalities I hate. I said one of my personalities. <laughs> Did I just admit on air that I have multiple personalities? Probably. Maybe. I know uh, you seem like different people when you have different emotions and stuff like that. So maybe we all have multiple personalities. That's it, Wade. Project and spin it so it's everybody's problem. That a boy. <laughs> um, no, but I, it's it's an infuriating part of my personality. It's uh, it's constantly looking for the other shoe to drop. That's all I'm doing. Like, if something just happens to work and, like, does what it's supposed to or whatever, like... I don't walk into any place expecting things to go smoothly. Just so I'm pleasantly surprised, which probably actually makes me not remember the times that things do go smoothly. Like when things just work out and like roll consistently and you go in and out and you get whatever it is done. Uh, I don't notice those times uh, because I'm always looking for the times where things are difficult. That's probably what that is, you know, and then I'm like, ah, fuck, how the... How the fuck? I saw that coming. Of course, something's wrong is going to happen. Well, yeah, you're looking for it. Yeah, you, you're not noticing the hundreds of other times that things just go smoothly. You know? It's like the one time I went to try to get job resumes printed. This is a perfect example. This should be a smooth, easy, steady stream process, right? I want to go in. This is all you should. This is all you have to do to print resumes. Don't get a printer, guys. I've, I, as a former printer salesman, I'm sure I brought this up many times on this podcast. Don't buy printers; they're a fucking scam. Okay? Don't buy them. All right. If you need to print stuff, go to an Office Max. Okay? You go in there and you go and buy the resume paper from the printing center. Well, how many copies do you need? That way, you're not spending forty-five dollars on fancy paper, uh, which it, I don't know when it changed, but I was told my entire life leading up to this that so you need to have your uh, paper, pr- your resume printed on nice paper. It's got to be on good, nice paper. You got to spend forty-five bucks, get a blue tint, maybe a little uh, purple tint or something. You know, just some nice l- satin. I don't know. They have all these weird terms for them. The uh, resume paper uh, is just an insane racket. 
but you don't need to buy 50 sheets of them, okay? What you need to do is you go to the the uh, printing center, and they have it all there. And you can just buy however many copies you need. Buy 10 of them. So I go in there, and I buy 10 of them, you know? And uh, it was a ridiculous time uh, because right when I bought, you know, I went ac- back, they had closed down the printing center. So I was like, that's fine. I'm going to use the self-surface anyway. It's super easy. So that's another way you get around it, guys. Just use the self-center thing. It's going to cost you, like, 10 cents a copy boom and then you don't have to spend all that money on a printer that's all you got to do but i remember i go in there to print these resumes and i'm standing there and there's this couple just taking up their entire time printing on this and i won't get into too much of the details of that because i talked about it on who gives f one day with nathan um and that's when that guy, uh, the guy came out in the dragon costume and helped me. <laughs> You're asking yourself, what? Huh? Yeah, go back to it. There's an episode not too long ago where I talk about this with Nathan. So go back and listen to that one. But there was a couple standing there printing for, I don't know, like 30 minutes. And they still weren't even halfway done. It was insane how much they were taking up on the self-printer. And there's only one, like one there. And it was insane. So, and that's me looking for that problem. Of course, that was a problem. And luckily, uh, the Office Max Dragon did assist me and get my resumes printed. You know, real standout dragon, that guy. He's going somewhere in corporate America. And if you don't think a dragon can't raise to the tops of CEO, well, you're just a bigot, aren't you? <laughs> but I learned that, uh, yeah, I'm just a, uh, that was too easy guy. Anytime I, I feel like I do something that works for you to snap it into, just working on something at work, just using a chain or something on a chainsaw and getting it click, clop, put, put it in real fast. And I was like, hmm, that was too easy. And then I double check the work because if it's too easy, you double check it again just to make sure nothing fucked up. <laughs> And that's a terrible way to go through life sometimes for me. I wish it, it's, I'm working on it. I'm trying to be observed when things go right. And you don't have, you know what I know the best way to make sure you uh, observe when things go right? And most of the time, it's just all customer service shit. You're just always worried about customer service fucking up whatever you got going on. And the best way to make sure you're recognizing it when it goes smooth and then it'll actually stick in your craw when things go well, tipping. Yes, tipping. And you don't even have to tip that much to people, especially if they aren't, like, servers. That's different. But, like, if you're just, like, hanging out, like, and you're working with some guy who helps you out real well and it just is a smooth process, just even try to give him a tip. Now, a lot of times people refuse. I know I've refused in a lot of jobs where I was supposed to get tipped. I've gotten, in my current job, refused tips because I was like, I don't know if I'm allowed to take that. So I'm not going to. And... And that's just, like, how people are. But you'll remember that, so then you'll remember that it went smoothly. And maybe that's what I need to do. I just need to tip more. I just need to throw money away to remember that the f- <laughs> things went smoothly. <laughs> Everything worked out. And I will remember it now because I gave that guy a five spot. And now I won't remember the the shitty times because I didn't lose money during the shitty times. I just lost time, which is technically more valuable, which is probably why I'm pissed. <laughs> Wow, just running in circles here, guys. Just running right into what we need to, you know? (laughs) So, guys, I guess we'll just hop into what's going on here. I actually am recording this on a very important week. 
the weekend before the week before Mother's Day is when it's coming out. This is coming out on uh today is what is it May May second. This will be out now. Uh, I'm glad I could uh get to you guys before this. Um, is this recording? It is, I think. All right. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to make sure my video is recording here. Uh, I guess it's not picking up my voice, which is fucking sick. Um, anyway, well, we're, I'll make it work. I'll make it work right here. That's how I know. Uh, anyway, right there is how I know. And, uh, I figured, you know, I know some friends of mine who are pregnant right now. Shout out to them. And uh, there's some people out there who probably don't know how to handle those situations, um, especially on a Mother's Day. An expecting mother on Mother's Day is a different scenario. That's a time bomb. And if you don't cut the right wires during conversation, you're going to have it explode. And that is a hormone explosion you don't want to deal with. So I found this nice list uh, that we could go through that says 11 things not to say to a pregnant person on Mother's Day. Also, pregnant person. Progressive, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's what we're doing now, huh? Anyway, I do want to say there are 12 things you should not say to a pregnant uh, person on Mother's Day. And uh, one is mentioning your pregnancy fetish. <laughs> that is not going to be on this list, I bet. But I'm, I'm just going to let you know right up front, guys. You can't do that either. That is not this conversation starter you think it is. So fucking stop it. All right, so let's go into the 11 things. I'm going to skip all this pretext stuff, so let's go right into what the list says, right? Uh, you're not a mom yet. Yeah, that's what you want to say to somebody who is carrying a child inside them. Is <laughs> just scream that they're not a mom yet. Well, let me tell you something. Their body feels like they're a mom already. Jesus Christ, that hormones are kicking in and kicking their ass. So uh, just like hormonally, yeah. They're, they're mothers already. They're producing milk. They're already having to milk themselves. They're not even, and it's just milk going to waste. Just a waste of resources. Human beings were even in our genetics designed to waste resources. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> we were designed to litter. You just have breast milk getting spilled on the ground all the time. It sucks. Uh, says who? A pregnant person is absolutely entitled to celebrate Mother's Day just like any other mom. Uh, no one who remembers the aches, uh, aches, pains, and nonstop trips to the bathroom during pregnancy could begrudge an expecting mother for the opportunity to be uh, fed it. Oh, well, I guess what it fed it. All right. I don't know what that means, but whatever. And neither should anyone else. So, uh, so do you say Happy Mother's Day to an expecting woman? Uh, since you're already putting her body to work, yes. You <laughs> I like how I, this is everything I said, just in a kind of nicer tone. It's more passive-aggressive. This is uh, corporate speak, how to tell uh, and expecting people how to be not be mad. I put in a few other good things. I think I explained it pretty well. I think I explained it better, to be honest. I'm going to start taking these, uh, all these uh, lists that I find, and I'm just going to rewrite them myself. And just do my own top ten. Because they're all regurgitated garbage anyway. So it doesn't matter. Anyway, let's go to number two. Was I supposed to get a you a gift? A pregnant mom may not have a little one in her arms yet. But they're still doing plenty of hard work. Lugging a growing baby bump 
uh, around is exhausting, especially if they don't consistently. Oh, especially if they consistently feel nauseous. They absolutely deserve a gift and a little bit of pampering, even if it's something uh, simple as a handwritten note, a DoorDash meal, or a drink from her favorite coffee place. You can't give her coffee. You gotta. It's got to be tea. Too much caffeine is going to set that kid on out already. That's how you get an ADHD kid right there, drinking coffee. That's not true. Uh, I made that up. That's complete nonsense. But I don't think caffeine's great for babies. I'm not 100% sure. I wouldn't know. I have never had to carry a child, nor help somebody do it. Uh, yeah, but I don't even know why that's a question. Like, am, do I have to get you a gift? You don't have to do anything. You have to suffer through the consequences of your actions, whether you choose to do or not do. <laughs> I'm not saying get a gift. I'm also not saying not to get a gift. I'm just saying one of those is going to end up with a better reaction than the other. That's all I'm saying. It, the one definitely won't come back to haunt you. It might, though, actually. If you get a really shitty gift, then giving a shitty gift is almost as bad as not getting them a gift because uh, they'll bring it up. If, it, if anything can be used to be brought up in an argument later in life, you, you got to nip that in the butt right then. Don't let that shit fly, okay? Uh, sleep now. Uh, this falls into the don't say this around pregnant person ever category because no one needs to be reminded that they'll be sleep deprived zombies 90% of the time, especially not when they're trying to enjoy a stress free, peaceful Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I know plenty of people who are doing this right now. Uh, I was giving my boss shit because he's having another kid and he he was complaining to me like not too long ago about sleep <laughs> and he was just like yeah we just have a hard time getting some sleep man and i was like that sucks why are you having another kid right away at least give yourself a couple year bumper <laughs> get one solid year where you actually got to sleep while uh, while the other kids sleeping and then have another one and then go down that reckless rabbit hole and also then the kids the other kids old enough that they suffer through it so you can be like this is what you did this is payback now you know what it's like this is what this is what you were like you know, that's just teaching life lessons right there. That's two, killing two birds with one stone right there. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Plus, pregnant people uh, aren't getting the best sleep anyway, so there's no need to rub salt in the wound. Yeah, I'd imagine it's not a great time trying to sleep when you're pregnant. Um, you look huge. Yeah, I, you shouldn't just say this to any person or woman, probably, unless you're trying to make a joke. And it's like a, and everybody gets it, and it's a good time. Then you can say you look huge, you know, or you say it to a bodybuilder. I guess that's they want to hear that. They're all trying to get jacked as fuck. But that's that might be the only times you can actually say you look huge to somebody. You shouldn't say it to any woman ever, 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 unless it's on the internet. Then it's anonymous. And then you can do whatever you want. <laughs> The internet is forever the place where you can let your real truth fly. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, just, uh, yeah, I don't even need to read that one. You guys get it. Uh, are you having twins? I don't get why that's a bad question. I'm going to read this explanation because I can't figure out why that wouldn't be something to ask. You know, especially if you know some people in, uh, in fr have friends who are like, uh, 
genetically uh, related to somebody who has twins because that shit's all genetic. So I don't see why this is a big problem. This is honestly a nice biological question, so you, you can learn more about their family history. I think it's a good one. Let's see here. It seems to be everyone's default joke when they see a pregnant person's belly, despite not really being amusing at all. Okay? It's not nice to say on any day of the year, but Mother's Day. Bad taste. Uh, again, there being no need to to try to make them feel self-conscious about their size or their body. In reality, people with issue body issues are struggling with pregnancy, so just avoid the topic entirely. Ah, so it just goes back to a, a an insecurity thing. Yeah, I know, which I get, but also uh, I guess you could you ask, do you have twins in your family? That way it's not over the top. I don't think that's unfair to ask. Do you have do you have twins in your family? Because then you can just legitimately ask the question. I guess if you're just asking that because you saw she has a giant belly bump, uh, yeah, you're kind of a dickhead. <laughs> Anybody in that situation that sucks. You're still pregnant. Now that's funny. <laughs> that's somebody who just doesn't understand the passage of time. <laughs> you know, I saw you two months ago and you weren't pregnant, and I heard you were pregnant, and now it's only five months and you're still pregnant. You're not trying to have a preemie baby. You're not trying to have one of those babies that come out and you got to put an incubator for a little bit, and they grow abnormally strong. <laughs> you know, that, yeah, that's just that's a good old fashioned joke right there. Uh, they're trying to just what so far this list is just trying to kill dad jokes. Uh, the, at least eighty percent of this so far has been <laughs> uh, how to kill a dad joke. Uh, for pregnant ladies when they see it. Uh, if you can't harass your daughters for being pregnant with dad jokes, you know what? I don't know if it's worth having children then. Uh, I, I hope that that isn't my life. I, w I want that. That would be hilarious, okay? <laughs> I need those dad jokes in that critical moment. Oh, you got to be able to just joke about that, okay? You can't steal that from fathers. They don't have much humor left. They already have to replace things like, uh, uh, they have to like it's all replacement dad jokes. Dad jokes are replacements for like horrible things you used to say to your friends when you were in college. That's what it is. Like perfect example, like they let any guy. Oh, I didn't know they let anybody in here. That's uh, that's used to be a different phrase when your dad's buddy walked in. He doesn't say that. No, back in college, it was like, get the fuck out of here. You just yell at your friend for no reason. They just got there. But now that's the dad version of it because you, your little kid's there. So you got to let them have that. If they don't have that transitional period, like dads are just going to be cursing in restaurants. You know, that's going to be going backwards. Okay? We don't need that anymore. I don't need that. I need the dad jokes. This is more for me than it is for anybody else. I need those dad jokes later in life. Okay? If I can't have them, then I won't have kids. That's that's a promise. <laughs> There'll be a petition tomorrow to stop me from uh, that'll say I can't use dad jokes anymore, which will then stop me from having kids. And that's just a good that's just good planning right there. Uh, can't wait until next year. Uh, then don't. Uh, why wait for the celebration? Yeah, so you just go ahead and celebrate. Yeah, of course. Are you scared? Yeah, that's what you want to ask somebody who's about to just uh, push a human being through them and then have to raise them through their life. That's a terrible question. I don't even need to read that one. You guys, that like that's 
a terrifying experience that they have to go through. And that's why they created drugs. <laughs> so those women wouldn't have to feel it anymore. And God bless the medical system for that one. Uh, this is the easy part. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say I've heard enough people complain about it that you, that is not the easy part. Being pregnant is not the easiest part of that. Uh, let's just get through the rest of this list here. Uh, you look too young or old to have kids. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> these are. F it's funny to me because these are on a list because this must happen enough that all this shit's on a list that people are like, well, I've heard this enough times it needs to be put on a list. I've never heard people actually say this to pregnant women, but if it's happening this often, that's insane. Are you sure it's okay to eat or drink that? Oh, yes, dude. Telling her what she can and can't eat, that's ultimate. That's the ultimate alpha right there. You know, you don't even need to worry about it at that point. You're like, hey, sweetheart, don't uh, why don't you put down that 2%, okay? You don't need that. All right. <laughs> you don't need another chocolate chip cookie either. Uh, you had, had uh, two in the Starbucks line and plus that coffee you weren't supposed to have. There wasn't supposed to be caffeine in that. You uh, you said decaf, but they didn't get it and you didn't care. So you drank it non-decaffeinated coffee. Ah, uh, it's a problem. <laughs> Just completely telling her what she can and can't eat. That is, that'd be crazy. And yet there are people out there who do that. And I feel sorry for those people. Fuck, man. Wow. Who would have known there's that many things to not say to pregnant women during Mother's Day? Otherwise, you say that shit all other time. There's only the other ones that... There was a couple they said you can't say this any other time, but only the other ones can only not be said on Mother's Day. So, guys, there's still a lot of options here. You, there's actually quite a few good talking points you could bring up and have a discussion on why you can and can't say that. Now, there's a fun topic to talk with with expecting mother. The do's and don'ts of what you can and can't say. Let's see if she can, stays consistent once the kids are around. Do they have the same freedom? Who knows? Anyway, guys, we're rambling. That uh, is the end of the episode, but if you guys want to hear more, you got to go to punninggame.com, guys. That's right, punninggame.com. That's where you can find this show, uh, Who Gives at the Empty Parlor, and a backlog of a bunch of other great podcasts on the Punning Game Network. So check that out, and don't forget to go to youtube.com and search Comic Way Taylor. That's where you can find this show, stand-up clips, uh, my half-hour wild horses, and all that fun stuff. Uh, I do have one date that's for sure locked in, guys. On uh, June 25th, I'm going to be in the Red Room Comedy Club in Chicago. Um, I'm going to go down there with Sam Hershock, so that's going to be a blast. So I got that one locked down for sure. Uh, as more dates come in here, I'll let you guys know what's going on and get you more updates and let you know where some shows are happening. So things are looking up. We're just slowly starting to get the schedule filled out. So that's it. Anyway, guys, this has been Not Worth the Time. Uh, I've been Wade Taylor, and remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do.